Well, hello and welcome. This is another episode of the Realm of Unknown. And this one's a bit of a strange one just because I'm not technically... I'm not technically recording at home. I'm <laughs> sort of recording on the fly. And that is mainly due to the fact that I have to be because of some issues and some scheduling stuff and not being able to utilize the space that I currently have for this purpose. However, it is not something that is too much of an issue. I should have it resolved within the week, something that can be not affecting the next episode or the ones down the line, so we don't have to worry about that in the near future. But as of right now, it is something that I will be utilizing for this specific episode, and I think it works technically due to the fact that today we are not talking about a specific topic. We are talking sort of on the fly. It is going to be something that is unique sort of we've technically already done something similar to this in episode four i believe oh, it's been a while but today we are doing a special little thing because at the time of recording this and when it should be uploading uh emphasis on should in the beginning there uh this should be coming out on the one year anniversary which is for this podcast um december 1st for anyone who does not know my first three episodes had a weird sort of upload thing to it, so it's technically December 1st, although I cannot confirm or deny that 100%. But that also corresponds with my real-life birthday. I don't know why I decided to upload my first episode of the podcast on there. I just happened to do so. But yeah, so December 1st, uh, 2018 is when we started this journey, and now we are one year older, and none the wiser. But that doesn't mean that my interest in any of these topics has faltered by any means. Actually, since this year has gone by, despite the rather hectic time of my life with graduating college, job hunting, getting a bunch of new jobs over the summer, currently in like three or four of them right now, and just having a really really crammed schedule uh and not being able to upload as consistently as i want to i have actually done a lot of unique and interesting things that i have not priorly done <laughs> with this brand and this sort of content that i provide through realm of unknown i got to take part in another podcast uh halloween slash october based especially that they host i think this is the second year they've done it that being dead time stories which is again if you guys have not checked them out after the like what like five ten times that i've already recommended you do so then you're missing out because they are really amazing they're also here in philly as well and they do a lot of really really unique topics with some really cool spins to them definitely do it because i was over there they have a lot of other cool guests and that's in a way that's sort of what i kind of want um the realm of unknown to continue to sort of strive towards they have a very relaxed nature to their podcast and the way they sort of talk it's just pretty much two friends having a conversation having a good time lots of laughs I don't do as many laughs because I'm on my own and laughing on my own would be very creepy, although I guess that might actually benefit the podcast. But no, uh, for me, I want to keep that lightheartedness. I want to keep that sort of relaxed conversation flow to it. And that is something that I'm going to be pushing for more in 2020. But 2019 is not over. And that is why we have today's episode being a sort of one year anniversary type thing that... I wanted to make a bit more personal because, again, 
It is the one year anniversary and it actually falls on my actual birthday. Although I don't know when it is this year. I think it's a Sunday is when December 1st should be. So hopefully, uh, again, this gets uploaded on the first rather than I guess the 30th. I don't know a hundred percent how it will go. <laughs> my schedule is not that far in advance. So we'll see how this goes and we'll see when I get it uploaded for you guys to enjoy. But I'm going to be aiming for that date. And the thing that I'm going to be discussing in today's episode is some more personal stories of my, I don't want to say experiences 100%, but my personal, I guess, moments <laughs> of the unexplained and just things that I can't 100% confirm as being, I guess, resolved in my life. I don't want to outright just say that they're, you know, paranormal, they're supernatural in any means. And I'm not going to claim that I'm psychic, like, you know, psychic or medium or, oh, I'm so in touch or all that sort of stuff. Because despite a lot of these things happening, despite being part of some groups that I've technically haven't been a part of for two years, I don't 100% classify myself as that. And I don't really think anyone should because I don't know if that's right i don't know if putting yourself in either camp is the best thing when putting yourself into this sort of community slash environment it just doesn't really mix well but yeah so i'm going to be talking about a few stories and again i'm not proclaiming to be like a medium of any sense or anything like that i do technically have a few terms that sort of describe what might be happening but at the same time do not quote me on any of it. I am not an expert. I'm not going to self-diagnose myself or, you know, deep dive into my brain because that is all messed up in so many different ways. But it is something that I want to discuss and have you guys listen to and sort of analyze on your own. And you can give back your own opinions and how you think that it may actually be going down. And again, we talked about a lot of these things, a lot of like the more major ones, I suppose, in episode four of the podcast. I think it was episode four. Um, it could be episode five, but it's a really early on one being another personal stories titled one. And today it's going to be a bit more mundane. I'm going to be talking about some of the more like subtle things that have been happening since creating that episode and since, you know, really starting this podcast and the past year or so of my life with a few stories sprinkled here and there from I think like a year prior or so. But yeah, so I'm going to start, I'm going to start small and then sort of build my way up. So to begin with, um, again, I'm not, you know, a psychic by any means. I'm not going to say like, I'm so spiritually inclined that I can see all these things. No, not by any means. I will say that perhaps, perhaps like huge emphasis on that that due to the fact that me being so invested, I suppose, into this sort of world, this sort of environment, and this sort of lore, I suppose, is the correct word, um, that perhaps I am a bit more, I guess, open to experiencing sort of things. I know that my sister has had a few things due to the exact same reason that I just explained very poorly, that you know, because she's open enough to really maybe consider it, then they might be happening a bit more. That would probably be the closest thing I can describe it to being. But for me, some of the things that have been happening as of late, as of the past year or so, um, after I graduated college, I was in an apartment with a few people. 
I had three roommates. It was only a three room apartment. So we both, two of us shared a room each and it was very, very small. It was really, 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 really small. And for a lot of the summer, my roommate was gone for a good portion. The other two were still there, but I myself was in the one bedroom on my own. And that's sort of where things sort of just started up, I suppose. Obviously, I was still doing this podcast. I was job hunting. I was doing some freelance gigs on the side to make some money. And, you know, I just was going about my life. And in prior years of my life, I've had moments in which I would have dreams. I would have thoughts that would come about maybe hours down the line or days or maybe even weeks later. And I've talked about a lot of those in my first episode on this, the episode four. And I actually sent a listener story, two dead time stories, like a month or two, I don't know, a while. It was a long time ago. And they read it. They talked about it there. So if you want to check that out, I'll link that too. But I talk about a lot of the major stuff already with that sort of thing. And when I'm really, really busy in my life, it sort of fades away. And when I'm super stressed, it sort of fades away because, you know, my mind is focusing on so many different things. I can't really manage this, so to speak. But at this time, I finished college. I didn't have all that stress anymore. I had the only sole focus was getting a job and, you know, just living my day, my life day to day. So the sort of dreams, I suppose, and images that sort of happened began to come back. Not significantly, but enough that I would begin to notice them. And I'm not going to say that my apartment was haunted by any means. I'm not going to say anything's out of the place. But feelings of unease sort of began to creep in. And something that will carry on uh, into me moving back home for the current moment is the idea of, again, the unease when being alone. Just the sort of sensation of not 100% feeling, not secure, but... The idea of like not 100% being on my own, if that makes sense. And I'm not claiming that, oh, like I know there's someone behind me or I know there's someone nearby. But it's more or less the, I guess, like fight or flight sensation of I really don't want to be here right now. Like not like I just don't want to be here in general. Like this specific room, I, I shouldn't be on this floor like, I, do, I just cannot be here. I need to move to feel more comfortable. And that just happens randomly. I don't know why. I don't know for what reason is it happening. And it's very random. It just sort of happens. And it's not something that's, like, I guess, frustrating by any means. It's not, you know, I guess, ill-willed. And it's not really affecting me negatively. But it is something that I have been noticing a bit more. Again, especially since I've moved home. The idea of being, it's not even the idea of being in like, you know, like commonly creepy areas of the house, like the attic or the basement or the dark upstairs or whatever, stuff like that. I don't even get scared because I know some people get, um, they always have to like pull back the curtains on their, uh, their tub when they go into the bathroom. I don't do that. Like I just, I'm not uneased because of these sort of tropes or because I am ingrained in this sort of community long enough. It's always like if I'm sitting at my desk in my room, I'll be doing work and then all of a sudden I get this inkling of being just, again, uneasy, being uncomfortable in the sense that I shouldn't be here. I should not be sitting here at this moment. I need to move. 
So it could be something small where I just simply have to move to my bed in the same room and I, that feeling goes away. Or it could be more significant and I have to physically leave the room. I need to go to a different spot in the house and sit down and it will slowly go away. I, again, I don't really have a reason for the, I guess, sensation of this, but it is something that I have been noticing increase over the last several weeks. And on top of that is the idea that I have also been noticing a few more things out of the corner of my eye. Not, you know, oh, there's a ghost or oh, there's something happening. But I have noticed this in the past when I was trying to experiment a bit more with this sort of community. And that was when I was actively trying to do things. But now I'm not. I'm not actively trying to like ghost hunt. I'm not trying to do sort of things to stir things up. I'm just sort of living my life. And these things probably shouldn't be happening, but they just are. And again, I see small little things out of the corner of my eye, just like very brief movements when there is nothing there, like at all. It's not even like, oh, you know, there's a curtain or there's a jacket or there's a window. So a light outside made a shadow move by like there is nothing. There's just a wall. Or there's just like a blank space. Like there, there shouldn't be movement where I'm noticing it. And obviously, you know, it could just be an optical illusion. It could simply just be, be my mind sort of playing a trick on me. It could just be, <laughs> it could be as simple as like an eyelash moving, honestly. There's so many explanations. But the fact that it's occurring so close together within the time span of other things stirring up does make me notice it a bit more. So, again, it could very easily be something that is so mundane that happens all the time. But because it's happening within this time span, it's becoming more, I guess, noticeable. And that, those are like things that I can, I can sort of see anyone experiencing. Just like a typical, oh, that was a weird type moment. But there are a few more that are a bit more, I guess, significant to me or more personable to me. And one of them I actually... I talked about it on Twitter. Like I was live tweeting it when it was happening. And I was like super frustrated and people were commenting like, that's weird. Like they were liking it. it was, this was just like, what the hell is going on? And that was when I was in my room and I had a pair, I have a pair of um, wireless headphones, those little like ones that wrap around your ear and like have the, <laughs> have the little bud things that go in. I just had a pair of those and they were black and I was in my room going to bed, I think it was like, it wasn't late because I had work the next day. So it was like maybe, I think it was 9.30 or 10. I can easily go back to on Twitter and check that. Um, but I'm recording on my phone, so I can't technically do that. But that was going on at a time in which it wasn't, you know, super late. It was the summertime. So everyone's still sort of up in some way at that time. I wasn't really sleepy. I was just sort of at that moment of, hey, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to get a shower. I'm going to start to go to bed type moment. You know, I'm still awake. And I had my headphones on my radiator, which is positioned next to my bed. It has a flat top on it. And I just put stuff on there because it's within arm's reach of where I would be sleeping. And those were just sitting there. And when I went to go reach for it, I picked it up and then I think I had a glass of water in my other hand and it just dropped. Like the, the headphones just fell off the radiator and I was like, all right, well, whatever. But then when I reached to bend down and pick it up, I couldn't find them. And I'm just like, I'm literally 
right there. My room is super tiny. Like it is so small. And my first reaction was like, all right, well, it fell underneath the radiator because there's a little tiny slot underneath where I don't know what technically comes out. There's no real purpose for it, but it's just there in the design. And I was like, all right, well, let me just put my water down. Let me just feel around the carpet. Maybe it bounced behind me. And I couldn't find it. I was like, well, this is weird. So maybe it definitely did fall under the radiator. So I take the radiator cover off. I get down on the floor. I get a, my flashlight on my phone. I start peering around and I'm like, they're not down here. Where are they? And then I check under my bed because it's right nearby. They're not under there. They're not on the bed. They're not on the radiator. They're, they're nowhere. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, I went to pick them up. I knew they were there. They fell at my feet. Like, they're not like a huge gap distance. It was like half an inch. They should be here. So then I'm going on like a panic. I'm searching my entire room. And this is what I'm tweeting on Twitter at this moment. And I'm like, guys, I don't know what is going on. I think I'm like losing my mind or something. And then I turn to leave my room. And right next to my door is my bureau, or my, uh, I guess, dresser, essentially, for people who might, I don't know, not know what that is. Um, and on top of that was my headphones. Like, they're just there. They're, it's on the opposite side of the room, on top of a dresser, which is around maybe shoulder length for me, and I'm about, like, 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, so they're just sitting on top, and I'm like, what? Like, what? Hold on. And I'm still, you know, I'm still on Twitter. I live, I'm live tweeting, being like, hey, I just found them. Like, they're on my dresser. They should not be there. I have no explanation as to why they are there. And I'm just like, I need to go to bed soon. Like, I, I don't know what is going on. Like, I, I I can't worry about this. I have to go to work in the morning. Like, I, I can't stress about this at the moment. And I was, it was probably the most bizarre thing that has happened to me in a very long time. Up there with, like, the story of, um... When I got like a, uh, like a disembodied voice on my phone or something, like years, years back when I was like 15 or 14 and I was in middle school or whatever age or grade you're in at that age. And I like threw my phone on the ground and like broke it essentially because I was like so terrified. But never since then has something like that physical happened to me and that definitely spooked me out. And that sort of was around the turning point of it becoming more, I guess, frequent. Not like to the point where it's every night, every day, but it's something to the point in which I'm noticing it a bit more. And that is like the first thing. And now those feelings of unease are still happening. The idea of sort of, okay, the idea of not feeling alone in the house has began to creep in more and more throughout the past few like maybe three four weeks or so and that's sort of a reason why i wanted to make this a more personal story episode because it is something that is affecting i know me and i'm the host so it's technically weird and i don't know <laughs> it, it chalk it up to me being lazy and wanting a topic that's right there in front of me but the way my house is laid out it is rather small it's nothing too significant and Every single square inch makes a creaking noise. If you are walking through the house, you're going to make a noise. Like, there's no way to hide it. I have tried so many times growing up being like, oh, I, I need to get downstairs or I want to, like, move across the kitchen and get some, like, brownies or cookies that were sitting out and not be heard. And it, it is impossible 
to move in my house without making a sound unless you're in the basement because we have like uh like stone slab flooring rather than wood flooring throughout the entire house everywhere else though you make a noise and it has gotten to the point in which i can very distinctly pick up on who is walking in the house like everyone has a different sort of movement to them you know my sister has a very distinct sound when she walks up the stairs compared to like my dad or my brother or someone else coming by who isn't aware of them and you know even down to my dog because obviously she has four legs so duh she's gonna make a different sound but i am currently working at a schedule in which i am going to work around at the at the like the earliest three at the latest like four or so and i'm getting ready and waking up and doing all my stuff when everyone else in the house is gone they all have earlier jobs and my sister and my mom they have school so they're on that sort of schedule so i am in the house alone with my dog who's downstairs she is too old to walk up the stairs at this point so i'm on the second floor alone pretty much all the time and she is on the first floor i am now starting to notice when i'm either on the second floor and i'm hearing it on the first floor or i'm on the first floor and i'm hearing it on the second floor the sound of someone moving like literally the sound of footsteps moving through the house because again like i said it's very distinct how footsteps move in my house because every inch it is like the sound of creaking of weight being put on it's not like a thud it's not a banging it's something like crazy it's just the sound of just someone casually walking through the house a few times it has not been <laughs> um like three or four days ago at the time of recording this there was a morning in which i actually like physically shot out of bed it was like maybe 9 30 and my alarm was set for 11 30 because i had come home at 3 a.m the, the morning before so i did not want to wake up early and everyone's been gone it's like thursday and i had been up t uh, till 3 a.m coming home from work the night before and i'm so tired i just want to sleep in to the absolute longest point in which i could and at 9 30 around that time all i hear is the sound of someone like not running you know like if you're on like a quick schedule and you need to get upstairs real quick you know you're moving a little bit faster the sound of someone doing that going up my stairs like just going up the entire first floor to second floor stairs which are 14 stairs in total and I just heard it goes just go and I shot awake because it's Thursday. My sister has school. My mom has school and work. My dad's at work since like 5 a.m. My dog cannot physically get up the stairs on her own. There is no reason as to why that sound should have happening. So in my head, I'm like, oh shit, someone broke into the house. Like I'm half awake because this just woke me up. I am in bed like not moving i'm frozen because in my head i'm like there's there's someone else here there's someone in the house right now and unless it's one of my family members who just didn't inform me of any means and then i look out the window and there's their cars on here so i know all of them are gone but which is like freaking me out even more at this moment and so i very quietly as as quiet as i can just stand still in the middle of my room and be like 
all right, if they're if there's someone in the house, they're gonna move through the hallway. They're gonna move in the bedroom. There's something's gonna make a noise. Nothing. No noise. No inkling of something moving about. And then I work up the courage. I open the door. I go into the hallway, and I'm like, there's no one here, like at all. There's no one in the house. There's no one upstairs. There's no one downstairs. All the doors are still locked. All the windows are shut. And my dog is just relaxed in the living room. Like she's just she's asleep under the 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 table that we have in the living room, and I'm like mortified. I'm like in a cold sweat, like rushing downstairs, being like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" And she's just like, "Hey, wait, like, well, <laughs> good morning." And I'm like, "Oh my god, what the hell is happening?" And that is probably the most significant noise, aside from just like the actual moving of thing, like of footsteps coming across the floor. And again, that was three days ago at the time of recording, so. Whether or not something even more significant happens, I don't know. But I like the idea of keeping you guys posted on that because that freaked me out. Like, that was a lot to handle for me. Like, personally, I should say. And I have had similar stuff like that in the past that I talked about in the first personal story episode in which the the sound of a door knob being turned or someone trying to, like, unlock the door when I'm right there looking at it and it, there's no one there. But sounds like that have not happened in up until now in the house like that we haven't had weird noises like this every other noise could be accounted for being like oh well that's just the plumbing like because it sounds like that or it oh it's a bird in the gutter because it is that like you can see them this has no explanation i cannot think of anything it wasn't windy that day there wasn't any animals that were nearby that could be even in the house making that noise let alone that loud and again like the only other living thing in the house i'm not again i'm not going to say this is a ghost or anything i'm not going that far obviously because there are millions of explanations as to how this sound could have been originated but i don't know i don't know what made that sound there there for me there is no explanation at this current moment because Obviously, it's only my word to what happened. I've had enough experience in this house to know that what was making that sound was definitely, if not a match, very close to a match of someone moving up the stairs at a relatively quick pace. Like, I'm, I'm confident enough to say that that is what it was. It was not my dog moving up the stairs because... She can't physically. Her hips literally don't let her walk upstairs normally. And even if it was, the way she moves upstairs, she has four legs. She moves, like, very quick and at, like, a pitter-patter step. This was literally just someone moving up the steps. Like, someone with two legs walking up. And I don't I don't have an explanation. But <laughs> I'm just, like, trying to move on because I'm rambling about this one for way too long. Um, what else is there personal story-wise for me? Um, stuff that we've not talked about in the past episode. Hmm, I mean, we talked in the past about, again, and I even mentioned this episode, like, the idea of not being, like, sensitive, but the idea that because I'm so ingrained in this sort of environment, in this sort of world, that perhaps I'm a bit more open or to being, to having an experience or something like that. I will go as far as saying that if I do focus, I can get things to pop into my head. But again, (laughs) there are so many explanations as to how that could be. And obviously, 
I would say I'm a rather creative person because I managed my way through art school at the very least. Um, but the idea that if images pop into your head, that could easily just be anything. You could, your mind could literally just be rambling on trying to put an idea into your head. I would never say that it, that is definitive evidence of anything unless that was corresponding with an event that actually happened or a fact to back it up that you weren't aware of prior. Um, I will say that the two times that I like kind of didn't, uh, I guess, initiate that sort of thought pattern were when I like is when I go out to places that I'm not, uh, I guess, accustomed to, like different cities and different locations that I'm traveling to. And the only two that I've done in which that this has happened is Charleston, South Carolina, which I went to, I think, after I graduated high school. So the summer of 2015. And when I visited uh, Savannah, Georgia, both with family, because there was school-oriented stuff. Um, and the Savannah trip was actually because my brother was going back down to college in Tampa, Florida, and we went along, we stayed in Savannah, and it was really nice, actually. But both times I was heading into the, the cities with my family, there were moments in which I, I wouldn't say overwhelmed in any, uh, any means, but I would say that I was, I guess, the idea of images popping in your head, that sort of happened, but I didn't start it. If that makes sense, it, it sort of happened. Um, like the idea of seeing the city and like experiencing the moment of driving into it wasn't the main thing on my mind. It, rather, it was this line of thoughts of different images that were not in relation to the city. Um, when I went into Charleston, there were, there was like flashes of a middle aged woman. She had her, hair up in a bun was a brunette she had this like early 19th century attire and i'm just like what the hell i'm looking at a cityscape why am i thinking of this and it, like it, it was speckled with the idea of a sailor and just all these random things and i'm just like why am i thinking of these images that like what I'm, I'm on a bridge right now <laughs> i'm on a bridge listening to music that my when my sister turned on because she had the the amp cord and i'm just like what is what is happening and then, it, like, as quickly as it comes, it fades away. Same with Savannah. I had the exact same thoughts. Um, what was the ones with Savannah? That, that happened more recently in August. Oh, it started with a storm. Like, a, the idea of a storm coming through. Uh, the image of being on a beach, sort of, like, in first person. But it wasn't... Uh, again, this was August, so it was the summertime. It wasn't in that season. It was more, like... I guess, er, like early spring or like mid fall type beach season, in which you would go and you have like your, your, you have your shoes in your hands and your pants are all like, you're still dressed, but not actually there to be at the beach. I had images of those flash by and like the idea of like a dog running in, a, in the, the backyard. And I'm just like, why, why am I thinking of this? I'm literally like driving in this beautiful summer <laughs> environment with palm trees and we're crossing bridges to get onto these islands that speckle the city why am i thinking of these like weird not technically related type scenes and that has only happened on those those moments and the last one again being savannah which occurred 
in when did we go down there I think it was the first week of August of this year, so 2019. So that's relatively recent um, in relation to, you know, most of these stories happening within the time span of December 2018 to now. But it is something I've noticed a bit more, and I am curious to see if it will happen um, when I take a trip to New York in the coming months. Um I've been there many more times than any other city outside of Philadelphia. So I don't imagine why it would happen, but if it does, I'd be okay with it. Um, although New York is not as, I would not say it's as picturesque as Charleston or Savannah, even though they're all cities on their own, right? But it'd be interesting to see. And yes, I mean, aside from all of those, nothing like, uber crazy has happened i mean obviously the the, someone running up my stairs is definitely enough to scare me and make me wake up but i don't have any like oh i'm seeing demons or oh i'm experiencing all these things and I, i feel unsafe in my own home i see so many of those stories online that i don't i don't understand how there are literally hundreds of thousands of different individuals all having this at one moment in time obviously it's not it's not the case i will say though that it is rather uh bizarre that most if not all of these things are happening within a rather tight time frame of one another um this sort of all sparked up like as another one was happening and obviously again I'm going to keep banking on the idea that hey because it's happening because I'm ingrained in this sort of stuff that because of that, that's the reason why I'm noticing it a bit more. That maybe perhaps these are just normal things that happen all the time and that everyone experiences. <laughs> and because you're on the lookout, you spot them more. Or maybe because you're so used to them, you ignore them more often. Who knows? I definitely want to keep it more on the, um, yeah, not like an update type thing because. I obviously can't do that all the time. However, I do want to make it more of a thing because I think that's cool. I think that's really cool, um, especially within this sort of community. I like the idea of not standing out because that sounds like rather facetious, but the idea of putting a, like a slight spin on it. I don't know too many podcasts and like obviously I'm technically still on YouTube. Paranormal creators that have a personal interaction with the audience and the like the listeners i guess in this case um for you guys but like a personal connection in the sense that you're just telling your story outside of maybe like the intro of an episode or something like that or like a recap from an investigation that the audience could never experience like that sort of stuff um and like aside from youtube where people do the oh my i got a haunted doll let's record it for days on end and like a super close up that we can't see anything around i don't want to do that but i think it'd be cool to just something happens i'll let you know on twitter (laughs) i'll like keep it live i'll say it as it's going down might talk about it in like another i don't know maybe like every three four months or maybe longer we would do like an episode like this where we just talk about all the weird things that's happened and maybe if the audience grows larger and you guys have like personal stories that you want to send in that have happened in that time span 
we'll talk about those too. Just like have a good sit down. Like I don't have a host or I should say I don't have a co-host or like group of people that I sort of interact with in an episode by episode basis, which a lot of podcasts do. A lot of them at the minimum have at least like, you know, two co-hosts so that ideas can sort of bounce back and forth. I think it's good to have that sort of, I guess, communication and interaction still. So I think that having that sort of translated into a, I guess, not like update-based episode thing, but something that is somewhat akin to that would be kind of neat. <laughs> Might be a cool spin on things. And um, obviously... I don't want to keep it locked behind stuff, uh, so I might post, uh, upload stuff and, like, update live event things on, uh, like, uh, Patreon or something like that, too, but again, use, like, the free, just post it, I'm not gonna lock it behind a paywall, because that seems dumb in my mind, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, I don't really have any other significant stories, although I do have some updates, because, again, we just passed the first year, and that's a big milestone for me, at least. I've technically been doing Realm of Unknown since the summer of 2015. Uh, or no, that's not right. Um, how long have I been doing this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm actually blanking on how long I've been doing that. No, yeah, it was, um, I think maybe the springtime of 2015 uh, is when I started uploading. And then carried on through college and uh, the end of my... Or, Midway through my senior year, I decided, hey, let's just turn into a podcast because I'm <laughs> really tired of editing videos and audio and then compiling them together, doing all the research on my own, all this stuff. It's a process. So in order to keep that sort of train going and keep that sort of momentum, I want to add more stuff to this. And obviously, we're not that big. Uh, the podcast itself is significantly smaller than the YouTube channel still, despite me like never uploading to the youtube channel um so the viewer base is still rather small and we don't have i guess the most active um viewer base in a sense i guess because it's so small I, i'm still not 100 percent uh knowing what i'm doing when it comes to podcasting so just bear with me and i'm we're, i'm learning along with you but when it comes to providing more to i guess the content that i give you guys i want to add more substance and this sort of stuff is going to be part of that in addition um over on patreon um i'm going to be putting in the one dollar tier some of the investigation reviews and sort of stuff that i've captured and in past investigations that i've gone through um that would be the laurel hill investigation that i went on in 2017 and then the other one that i went on in 2018 which i have like a bunch of recordings on not like actual recordings except for like one or two that i'm like did i actually get something uh just like just hours of like audio recordings that i'm just gonna pump out and just give you guys like let you guys come through i also have uh technically some footage from eastern state that i want to share uh, as well as going on another visit for that and i want to also have sort of not like <laughs> it's like really cheesy um Sort of like blog reviews of uh, haunted locations uh, here in Philly or places that I've been to that I have personally experienced. And some of those that I'm going to be putting out uh, would be the old city jail in Charleston, South Carolina, because I talked about that. And I actually technically have some footage from that, although 
that's like buried so i have to go find that um again eastern state because i went on that and i want to talk about that uh laurel hill i want to do a more in-depth review of that area because i think it's amazing and i think it deserves that sort of recognition and then i also have um a recent one that i'm currently working on because i talked about it during fright month and uh oh gosh oh, i forget her name <laughs> i feel really bad um the host of Twisted Philly. I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting your name right now. I'm blanking so hard. Please don't hate me. I've just came back from like a five out, like it's a super long day. Um, <laughs> I'm blanking on your name, but, uh, the host of Twisted Philly was on Guesttoberfest with, uh, Dead Time Stories the week after I was on and they talked about, um, Washington Square, which again was a location that I also talked about, I think a week prior or something, but, they mentioned stuff that I technically didn't mention because I didn't find 100% relevant in my like version of the script that I kind of make for myself. But for them, they mentioned the idea that because Washington Square is so haunted and because it's so like has so many alleged rumors surrounding it, that it has that sort of significance. And the idea that, you know, people avoid the area at night homeless people is like they refuse to sleep there at all during the night and i kind of wanted to put that into motion i wanted to see how true this sort of was if i could experience something on my own so i'm actively sort of i guess quote unquote investigating that place um on my own time when i'm able to <laughs> which is not that often honestly because i don't have access to a lot of i guess I can't really interview people. I don't really have that much pull when it comes to that sort of stuff. I can't really access too many like archives or things like that, just like at the whim. But I can go to a lot of these places. A lot of them are pretty public and I'm not that far from Philly anymore. Like I can go there <laughs> and that's what I kind of want to bring uh, to you guys. A lot of you don't aren't in the area. You can't do this on your own. So what's the next best thing? <laughs> have someone do it for you. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to bring that in as well. And that's going to be sprinkled in throughout the like coming weeks, the coming months over on Patreon, as well as over here and just sort of open. You guys can go on the Patreon, and just read it. And that sort of stuff is going to be sprinkled out throughout the next like several weeks or months or so as it, the time goes down the line over on Patreon, over on Twitter, sometimes here. If it is on Patreon, I do want to emphasize this a bit more because I sort of been slacking after Fright Month when it comes to the Patreon content. Um, the things that I post over there is A, I post all the news episodes that I used to do over here. I'm making that a series over there. That would be like the monthly thing of me reviewing and going over and discussing a lot of like the weird and bizarre news that has been happening throughout that month. And it's interesting. I think so in the very least. <laughs> um, and on top of that, I'm going to be having these reviews. I'm going to be having some investigations and then like obviously the uh, content that I get from those investigations, either being video or audio based, or if I maybe get some interviews, who knows, <laughs> honestly, when it comes to this sort of stuff. Um, all that's going to be over there. A lot of them, I don't lock behind like high tiers. I only have a one, three and $5 tier list. And the sort of content that you get there ranges from the $1 tier being access to the monthly series, a few of the investigation stuff, such as like photos, like smaller things, 
Uh, also like a newsletter, stuff like that. The $3 tier, you'll get more in, like in-depth things, such as like the reviews and more heavy content. And then the $5 tier, um, I guess all the tier, like as you move up, you get, you know, everything below. You also get access to being able to be, participate in more like interactive things, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Uh, being like monthly polls, being able to put in uh, topics for new episodes in the future, being able to personally interact and like do some of the things that you would want for a future episode and having that there and also getting like shout outs for that. So you get more of like a personal interaction the higher up you go, which is weird to say because I don't I don't technically do any of the five dollar tiers right now because Patreon's still fresh and new and it's mainly the one dollar tier so I kind of focus on what I have rather than just doing the Patreon when there isn't anyone participating in that tier. So as those develop, they're going to grow even more. I'm going to be putting more over there. Because again, in the end of the day, I'm on my own when it comes to this stuff. I don't have any help when it comes to research or editing or recording or handling the social medias and the Patreon. I don't even have a website technically, so I just sort of use the Patreon and Twitter and Instagram as that sort of hub to interact with you guys more directly. And I think that works. I think that works for me. And so far it's working for you guys. And I hope that it can continue to work. And if you do want to take part in that, you can do so by going over to Realm of Unknown on Instagram and Twitter and checking out the Realm of Unknown Patreon and listening to us on pretty much every podcast listening platform you can think of. I'm pretty much everywhere at this moment. Obviously, some reviews would be really great. We found a few in the... I guess year technically at the time of recording it's only been 11 months <laughs> technically uh we've gotten a few reviews on apple um podcasts i think two or three on like stitcher but i don't really count stitcher too much when it comes to my stuff <laughs> i listen a lot on apple podcast so when i get reviews it's like really awesome and i'm like oh my god people actually listen <laughs> and they actually like enjoy it enough or i guess tolerate it enough to leave a review and uh, if you do want to support and you're not able to, you know, donate money or take part in, like, the all these extra tier stuff, but you are listening on Apple Podcasts, then maybe, you know, if you got the time, like, leave a review or something. Um, or at the very least, it would mean a lot if you, like, shared it to a friend. Word of mouth, I think, is, like, the biggest thing when it comes to podcasting and handling online entertainment and content. Personally, I do it all the time when someone's like, oh, I'm really into this, but I haven't been able to like find anything or I'm out of this. I'll just point them in the direction of like, yo, you might want to check this out right now. Like that's, I, that's how everything works. That's how everything works nowadays. But yeah, I am rambling on because I do that all the time at the end of my episodes. And I probably sound really winded right now because of how I'm recording and where I'm recording. And I don't technically need any folio sounds for my editing because I'm outside. I'm literally in a park in the historical area of my town right now. And I kind of like it. It's pretty chill right now. It's very quiet. Um, but yeah, so that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you for being part of this wonderful journey of one year so far. And hopefully many more years to come down the line. I hope to see you guys again in the next episode. Remember, have a great time and remember to stay spooky. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.